welcome back. Episode 31 of Car Party. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Big episode today, Kyle. We got a lot going on. Huge. Huge, ginormous. Maybe our, maybe our biggest yet. Gigantic. Mammoth. It's going to be, I'm not trying to oversell it, but it might be our best. Oh my God, probably. You, you just put that in the universe, you did it. It is the best. Yeah. Uh, this like Weeks like this is why we make a podcast. Big releases, feel, feel that buzz, people talk. I call it bubbling over. When you see people that normally don't talk about music, talking about music, it's like, it's bubbling. The, the, yeah. Yeah. The pasta's bubbling over. Boobling. Yeah. So, lucky for you, we do this every week. If you like that, if you're well, having I fun, mean, I mean, <laughs> it's not, not <laughs> super high quality music, honest, but yes, we have fun yeah. every week. We're talking about music every week, there, Kyle. That's fine. Yep. Yeah. There yep, we yep, go. Yep, yep. Okay. He approves. He approves. Reeling it. Reeling it. Reeling it in. Um, yeah, we got new music this week. We got J. Cole. We have a lot of other things, but mostly J. Cole. We might talk about that for a while. We'll see. Uh, Kyle and I have not spoken a word about it. The the Car Party Creed. We don't talk about music yeah. <laughs> outside of this podcast. I like that. The Car Party Creed. The Car Party Creed. Uh, like the band Creed. Yeah, it's, it's honestly, that's where it comes from. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a Creed song to sing. And nope. Last Can week. you take me? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Thanks, Kyle. Uh, so for the throwback portion of the episode today, we've got top three A to Z artists. The letter B, lots of B's, whole lots of B's. So uh, let us beat know. Up. Yeah, let us beat know up, your favorite. Beat up from the feet up. Beat up from the feet. I don't know what that means. Uh, let us know your favorite. Follow us at Instagram at Car Party Pod. Shout out Patricia last week. Got uh, Andre three thousand. We should have thought of that one. That's a that's a I good. Mean, uh, Stay tuned for, stay tuned for O. Yeah, that's true. I, I I knew that's exactly what you would reply. Like, dude, I didn't forget. I'm going to pick up yeah. cast. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair. Um, and then the other thing we got going on, we got a brand new segment called Battle of the Bands that I thought of with my coffee brain when I was traveling for work. Uh, we are we got two songs from two friends who have brought songs, and we are going to battle those two songs. We are going to call both OG Calamari and Mati on the podcast today, see what they have to say to back up their song. It's going to be kind of fun because they're going to try to do what we do every week. I think they're prepped. I think no. they're like... They, we, we threw them in a uh, group chat together and kind of like tried to hype <laughs> them up. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, this could be kind of weird. These are two strangers who don't know each other. They were like chilling <laughs> up a storm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, they probably kept talking after we left. Yeah, they really enjoyed it. Uh, if you also sent us different songs, probably Rob St. Clair is like, why didn't you pick my song? We'll get to you, Rob. All right? Yeah, we know, Rob. We got you. He's probably our biggest fan. So we'll get, we'll get there, Rob. Um, we make a playlist every week for this episode. If we are just running through songs and you can't figure out what songs we're talking about, the link is in the episode description. You can also go Car Party Playlist. Type that into Spotify. You'll see every episode. And it's it's festival season, Kyle. The Coco is running away, and we've got some festivals coming in. Uh, we had Spring Awakening, festival you would hate, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, electronic yep. music, I made a little playlist for that. So if you're into that, if you want to go to that, if you don't know a lot of artists, go check that out. I'm going to keep it updated every week with some new releases too, so it's good. And the Lollapalooza just announced today is, um, what is going on? The lineup is Wednesday when this comes out at 10 o'clock, and then the tickets are two hours after at noon. So Did if I'm super fast, <laughs> if I'm super fast, you can have it for like an hour before the tickets come out to see if you want to buy a ticket. Did Please. you see what Cucuruga sent us? No. Kukuruga sent us to the to the podcast uh, in our DMs, slid our DMs, and sent us the picture of the poster from the first ever Lollapalooza. Mm-hmm. Would you like for me to tell you who was performing? Yeah, actually, it's probably very rock. Yeah, I um, I'll go like opener to closer, so I'll, I'll hit you with the big name at the end. All right, do it. So, so starting the night off, we have 
Henry Rollins Band. Oh, yeah. Gotta love second, Henry Rollins Band. Second, my favorite, and also Ryan's nickname in high school, the Butthole Surfers. <laughs> yep. Yep. Pepper by the Butthole Surfers. I know the Third, and I thought this one was kind of interesting, Ice Tea. Ice Tea. Yep. They have Nine drinks. Inch Nails. Yep. Living Color. Susie and the Banshees. And then the headliner, any guesses? The year was 1991. Jeez. Any guesses who the headliner would be? You're not going to get it, I but I just want to see who. Know. All right. Jane's Addiction. Oh, okay. I, I think so. I actually kind of knew that. I wish I, I, I would have pulled that out of my pocket. That's all right. Fun. So there you go. 1991, first ever Lollapalooza. That would, that would be who you would have seen we should play if a we game. had been alive. We should play a game with a festival lineup where it's like two truths and a lie. <laughs> and like one of them is a made-up artist and like yeah. two of them are real. Yeah, we got to do that. Well, thanks for subscribing to us on uh, Go Rate, Review, Subscribe, uh, Tattoo, our podcast onto your face. Whatever you can do. Hey, there you go. Uh, whatever you can do to you know get our word out, Apple, Spotify. All righty, Kyle, time to talk about J. Cole. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Give okay. us a little intro. Give us a nice little intro. Give us all your sure. thoughts. So I'm going to give from the top looking down to give some perspective on the album. So we alluded to it last week. Ryan talked a little bit about the documentary that came out talking about this album specifically and J. Cole kind of equating it to his mentality from a basketball perspective, mm-hmm. kind of saying that sometimes he looks back on his life and wishes he had poured more of himself into a basketball mentality and thinks he could have probably made the league if he had done so. He now has been pursuing his dream. He has a deal with Puma, has a, sh- a basketball shoot through Puma. He's playing in the NBA Africa, NBAA, I think is my, maybe what it is. NBA mm-hmm. Africa League, whatever. I know whatever it's in Africa, that's all I know. Yeah, yeah, whatever the, whatever the league specifically is called. Um, had his debut, looked fine, didn't play a ton, but got some, got some quality minutes on the floor. And then he put out an album that was, I'm not going to say basketball themed necessarily. It's not like he overly referenced basketball. No. But the grit and the determination and the mentality of hustle. Yes. Kind of goes goes hand in hand yes. with what the album was about. So for me, after seeing the um, freestyle that he did on LA Leakers. So for Go those of you who haven't seen the LA Leakers freestyle. So, what were you say? so Logic has been kind of said like nobody does real freestyles anymore. Do you think that was a real freestyle? I think that it was not entirely written. I think there were okay. segments of that that were for the album that didn't make the album. And so it was like scrap material, like mm-hmm. lyrics he had before. But I think there was definitely portions of it where he was fully legitimately freestyling. Yeah. I, I and it, it would not it would not overly surprise me if a majority of it was, was freestyled. Yeah. Because he is, he is crazy. But going from that, so listening to the LA Leakers freestyle to the album, my, my intentions, my... Um, anticipation i suppose was at all-time highs Mm -hmm. so i was going to this like geeking i don't think it disappointed me Mm -hmm. i think it was lyrically an exceptional album i think there's a lot of good one-liners i think the beats are exceptional i think it's a really well put together and produced album and i can listen to it from top to bottom with no skips Mm -hmm. but i'm still not positive if it lived up enough to the hype and i don't know if it it is going to earn a constant spot in my rotation. I'm now that's not a na- I'm not hold on, hold on cuz no, I want to I have my no, my last final funny. thought. All right, fair enough. Now, I think that it is still the best hip hop album yet released in this year. I would agree. But <laughs> I think Drake and Kendrick are coming with some shit. I I'm very disappointed by how exactly similar we feel about this album. Yeah, like I thought one of us would feel drastically different than the other one. 
I the first thing I thought of is there's like a really wide gap between disappointed and exceeding expectations, and I'm somewhere in the middle. It yeah. was just I don't like I wanted to call it underwhelming. My first listen, I didn't save a song. Whenever I'm mm-hmm. like making this playlist, I'd save songs and then I go through my save songs. I'm like, all right, which one do I want to add to the playlist? I didn't save a single one. I think the first song, the song that we put on a playlist, got me really hype. That first song matched the hype that I was excited for. He was just 95 South for those. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the more like aggressive, and the second half is very much like calling people out, and it's like, oh shit, more is to come. And really, yeah. there wasn't more to come. Like, it, it, he never dropped the ball. There were some songs I really like, but yeah, it never like really gripped me. Yeah, I would say like my big thing for this is this is an out al- this is an album of sixteens, not of songs. So like in the occasional, do you know what sixteens mean? Like bars, mm-hmm. like a verse. Oh, okay. So like this is mean. a this is an album of verses, not of songs. So like yeah. I can pick and choose what my favorite verses are in the entire album. And I think there are some that are really good, but there's not a song that I'm just like, that's the song. Yeah. That one right there. Yeah. And the beats, I think, are intentionally, like, very simple, very classic, like, has, like, a Nas Ilmatic feel at times. Yeah. Just very, very simple, very classic. Because I think he wanted to, like, show off that lyrical, that technical thing that he's been working on for so long, like he's been working on basketball. And it's, it's I feel like the, the way we're coming off right now is slightly like i think we like the album more harsh. than it's sounding yeah because we sound I harsh like right it. now because i'm i've listened to this album seven times and it's only been out for four days yeah and that's I, I like and i wouldn't do that if i didn't like right it. i listened to it four times like remember when we uh listened to big sean i didn't even listen to that yeah. once so i was like this is bad like i'm not i'm yeah. not coming here telling you this is bad <laughs> if you really enjoy this album you like it for for great reasons for incredible bars yeah. and all that kind of thing it just kind of makes me feel like like how i felt with logic's album maybe maybe i don't know because I don't go look back and listen to that, but I was like, that was a great album. And like, I don't know if it's when, when rap me, just isn't flashy enough. Are we just, are we just tone deaf to, to so like me, hot beats and like flashy rap? Let me tell rap? you my fear. Yeah. Let me tell you my fear. My fear is that we are in a, a segment of hip hop in 2021 and probably for the last realistically three years, give or take, mm-hmm. where hip hop has become significantly less about lyricism and far more about hype. Mm-hmm. That is just the the genre it is right now. I mean, I don't think that you would say that the baby would have been popular in the mid '90s or even five to ten years ago. I don't think he would have been snapping the way that he is now in terms yeah. of plays, mm-hmm. because we've just hip hop has become something that's accustomed with a mentality and a feeling as opposed to a lyricism. And J Cole is far more a lyricism rapper than he is anything else. So my fear is that we're neglecting the way that this album makes us feel because we like I heard him spit on over still tipping by um shit who who did still tipping still tipping on fofos wrapped in that was the beat that he did in the in Golly, the LA no Lakers. I'm not gonna be able to help you here <laughs> I think it's Mike Jones I'm pretty sure it's okay. Mike Jones that has that song so he he rapped over on Mike Jones beat and just spazzed mm-hmm. in an LA Lakers freestyle so I was like we're about to get heavy hitting bass lines. And just bar, 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 bar. Yeah. And the first song, when I listened to the first song, I was like, oh shit, I, we really are about to get that. Yes. And then it, it didn't do that the whole album through. And I, that, like I said, I don't think it disappointed me. I think it's a great album, but I think it's different than I expected it to be. And I'm still internalizing and processing what that means. Yeah, exactly. I'm still internalizing and processing it too. I think we'll talk about it in some way, shape or form uh, at the end of the year, in our end of the year podcast, for sure. Without question. Um, 
And I see, I've kind of always felt, I've always appreciated J. Cole, but I kind of always had this feeling. Like, I don't listen to J. Cole a lot. And, like, I don't know why. I don't know. It's just, it was a great album, but I don't know if this is going to be a classic. If it's going to, I'm going to want to listen to it in a year or two. And, like, I had this thought, too, of that, like, Kendrick Lamar could very, I think is already a much better rapper than J. Cole, most people would assume. But there's a bit of a conversation there. His next album, he's it's time he's to like take put it. that away. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. It's time and to not that mention was, that ever again. And if I, if one of my first thoughts coming out of listening to J. Cole's new album that it was highly anticipated and, and is honestly very good, if one of my first thoughts is, "Man, Kendrick is about to spat," dude, I like, thought the same thing. Like that's a weird <laughs> thing to think about after listening weird. to one of the best people of this generation. And I feel like a lot of people equate it to the similarities between Nas and Jay Z. Yeah, like there there are definitely similarities there. I just the funniest part about that is I almost equate Kendrick to Nas more and J Cole to Jay Z more, but from that era, Jay gets all the hype and Nas doesn't get any of the hype. Yeah, I think it's just like I think it a hundred percent comes down to in the pocket of hip hop that you're in and segment of hip hop that you're in, what type of artist is needed in that era. Yeah, and I think as of right now in a time where, and I'm not saying like J Cole doesn't have woke bars. I'm just saying that. Kendrick Lamar fits with a lot of the movement of life right now. Yeah. And hearing from him is almost like hearing from a political figure, which people want from hip hop. Yes. Whereas J Cole has very intentionally made himself an anti-political figure where he's like, yeah, like I'll give you my thoughts, but I'm also like not here to be a politician. Yeah. And I think there were points in the album that was reminiscent of like man on the moon three, where it's like, Oh, I hear you trying to blend what's going on now with what you're doing. Like a hundred mil, I think is maybe my favorite song. And it just had kind of like a little baby verse and a little baby vibe. But then the next mm-hmm. song was pride is the devil with little baby. And I was like, wait, this is better than the before when you're yeah. kind of being a little bit like little baby. I will say, <laughs> I will say when they meshed that J Cole rapping fast into little baby, I that was, was like, sweet. That was sweet. <laughs> there are, there yeah, are many moments where cold. I just am audibly chuckling at how good things are. I'm yeah. like, Oh shit at lyrics and things like that. Maybe this is just a first few listens thing. It'll grow on us. Who knows? But it, it came out, Four days ago. Yeah. Five days ago. I gave it four so lessons like, top to bottom. Yeah. And I think yeah. I like it every time a little bit more. So that's what's kind of fun about this. This is a little stamp in history. We could come back in a year and be like, man, we were 100%. Like, we were we whack. Missed on that take. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Missed on that yeah. take. But no, I agree. I just, like I said, did it live up to my expectations as of right now? No. But they were was pretty astronomically with, high. Yeah. Yeah. They the were end. huge. Yeah. So I don't know who could have. But did they, well, Kendrick might. But, did it disappoint? Not even slightly. It's yeah. a very good album. I would agree. Very good album. Do you think J. Cole's a guy that would um, forget his lyrics on stage? No. Bryce Vine is a guy that forgets <laughs> his lyrics on stage. The next song. It doesn't surprise me. The next song is Blame. I hope you're done talking about J. Cole. I didn't mean to cut you I off. I was. Yeah, okay. no, we're straight. We're straight. Uh, the next song is Blame It On Me by Bryce Vine. And I used to love this dude so much. And then he came to like a shitty church venue <laughs> in Purdue that they, I don't know if it's still called the Anvil, but it used to be university church. And they like awkwardly made it into like a concert venue. And I saw him there and he just like didn't know any of the words to his own songs. And it was just very, made me upset. And I'm like, all Is right. just higher than a kite or what? I don't know. He was just like, maybe he was just like all over the place. I was like, okay, I'm not going to like your music. I'm not going to pay attention to your music any more than you are, so I'm going to stop paying attention. But <laughs> this song, this song was really good. This is probably one of my favorite Price of Eyes songs maybe I've ever heard, or at least in a long time since that um, fateful day at the Anvil at Purdue. Uh, <laughs> and it's kind of funny. It's like, uh, 
it's a conversational song about him like picking up this girl, taking her home, and then being like, "Bro, I did not know she like we had this long conversation." He's like, "That girl was taken," and he was like, "Yo, I." He's like talking to the girl or the guy that of the girl. Wow, I'm you describing this. this so yep. poorly. Come on. Um, and he's like, yeah, she made me eggs in the morning. We talked about all this shit, and she never mentioned you. So <laughs> he's like, props yeah. to you. She's hot. But like, mm, I don't know. What do you think about this song? <laughs> uh, I thought it was going to be very forgettable until his flow switch at the minute mark. Yeah. So at the minute mark, he kind of starts spazzing for a little bit, and it was not something I had heard from him before. So that's where I was coming from with you on like, this might be one of my favorite Bryce Vine songs. But he's just not – He's not going to stretch your mental ability. I'll tell you that right now. You've never <laughs> no. listened to a Bryce song, Bryce Vine song, and been like, "Wow, okay." Like, <laughs> yeah. That's just not what it's for. So, he's just a th- easy throw it on kind of guy for yeah. me. Yeah, like he's kind of like, <laughs> you know how like you have, everybody has one really old nasty T-shirt, like just like their <laughs> their go-to T-shirt. Okay. They're like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's I don't know, don't wear it. I'm gonna wear that that old t-shirt and it's like your girlfriend wants you to throw it away really bad but you just keep throwing it on yeah (laughs) that's kind of that's kind of bryce fine for me like it still fits like this shirt fits and it's not offensive it's a shirt it's not but i don't look great i promise you this is still a shirt (laughs) like i'm clothed i can go out in public but no one's gonna look twice Uh, so that's that's kind of bryce fine to me yeah so i don't know i don't really have no he's he like what were his songs? He has Glamorama, and then he has uh, "Take Me Home." Is that what that song's called? Take maybe take something. Yeah, I can't like, remember this shit. That's it's that's my, that's our point. It's, it's, a, it's just a catchy ass song, and he's just that guy. So. You're the next Drew Barry. I want more. That's Ooh. the one, Drew. Yeah, <laughs> <Got> <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, all Cerebral. right, Bryce. reel it in, Bryce. But I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's for me. Sometimes it's for the lady. You know, it's like a his and hers. So uh, next song is his and hers by <laughs> Internet Money. Featuring, I got you with that one. Made no bit. sense, but it was smooth. So Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, featuring Don Tolliver, Lil Uzi Vert, and Gunna. This song is actually kind of similar to the last one in terms of it's like a throw it on. It's not anything crazy, in my opinion, at least. Yeah. Like, it's not going to revolutionize your playlist, but it's also not going to bring them down, I don't necessarily think. Mm-hmm. It's like... This song is like an accumulation of B-list artists. It's just like a bunch of B-list artists in one place. Like I know, sorry, Lil Uzi fans, I know, but he's B-list. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. be honest with each other. You're so. at the wrong podcast if you're a little Uzi yeah. like Stan Stan. Like yeah. yeah, you can like him; it's all yeah. good. But yeah. he's not he's not the guy. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's so. I mean, it's it's a song that you will enjoy, but it's not gonna. It may not even make your playlist, depending on who you are. Yeah, I let Reddit do the talking for me this one. He says, all right, oh, guitar good. loop soaked in Reddit with the same fucking clap and 808s for the 67th time. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. Sounds about right. That's funny. Uh, so this next one, I actually went to Reddit to see what people were saying. And okay. <laughs> one comment, and it said, no one cares. <laughs> and it <laughs> killed me, because I think it like really fits perfectly. What song is it? Tell uh, what song see, I, know, it's by. I know. I'm hyping it. Okay, you this got is, it. This okay, is okay, Status okay. by Russ. Um we always complain about we like Russ, but we complain he just puts out too much music. He's just like he does. that asshole friend. It's like I'm talented. Watch me be talented, like yeah, all the we time. We get it, dude. But make an uh, album. Yeah, I, I he'd probably make like six in a row. But uh, yeah. forty like, songs. He, he put out like an Instagram reel of this song, and it was just like he had a very good flow. I was like, all right, all right, I like this song. He made it back on the playlist. I like the it. hook is infectious. Like yeah. the hook is really good. Yeah. And the rest is just a regular rust song. I like the, the beginning hook, though. I like the verse in the beginning. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. The, it's the hook like, is what gets me on this one. Yeah. Like when I hear yeah. the hook, I'm like, ah, oh, like I I enjoy this. It's hook, silky. So. It's a silky little jam. So just like his hair. His hair he's got some silky hair. That's true. I feel like you, he's you appreciate long, his hair. Luscious hair. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. 
Yeah, I like that too. I like that too. The next song is I Like That <laughs> <laughs> by T-Pain and Kalani. Uh, this is a Bayou Drank shorty snapping sample. So mm-hmm. I view it in a similar way to the one that he did with Tory Lanez, which was of I'm Sprung called Jerry Sprunger. Mm-hmm. So I like repackaging an old T-Pain song because it's just like. Oh, yeah. I think it's gangster shit. It's, it's just it's like amazing. For, yeah. You know how long ago that song came out, Kyle? 2014 years. That just sounds spooky. Years? I was going to say 2006. Spooky. I was cl- I was close. That's just saying 14 years. Like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. That's an aggressive. Old. That's true. Saying 2006 doesn't sound as crazy as saying 15 I know. or uh, si- whatever it was. 14 years. Because your brain ago. clock still thinks it's like 2012. Like, yeah. It's whack. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But but I, I thought this was hot. I mean, it's fire. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's super it's good. Just I, just, like, I, I really enjoy the concept of somebody sampling their own song and repackaging <laughs> it and distributing <laughs> yeah, it. Like, it's that's like, awesome. That's get your so fucking bag. Like, I'll listen to. Yeah. Wait, is it Buy Me a Drink or In Love with a Stripper? Buy Me. Oh, I, I thought it was. Wait. Buy You a Drink. Yeah, I think you're right. I just forgot. I was like, that's great because I don't have to go back and listen to that song now. Yeah. I can just throw this one on. Yeah. Love it. Bless <laughs> you. Woo. Woo. Kyle, if you're on top of a ski hill, what song would you want to listen to in your headphones on your way down? <laughs> I just thought of like the Tom and Jerry soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> They're running. Down. You're just rolling not, down. Yes, yeah, it's, well, it's not true like at all. The, but the, no, honestly, do you do you really want to know? Yeah, sure. Do you do you know the song "Jerk It Out" by who's that song by? Hold on. Hmm. Jerk it out. I don't know if I know Mr. Jerk. I think it's called Jerk It Out. Oh, I'm going to play this. So you're gonna, you might have to cut this. Okay, I'll cut it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jerk It Out by Caesars. Okay, but that just sounds like a Smash Mouth song. That's fair. Yeah, I, that's I fair. swore that was by Smash Mouth. That's a Smash Mouth for the mountain song. Okay. Well, the skiing community on the internet is obsessed with, oh, where down we go for every oh, fucking yeah, I've seen that in every video. video. It's like, guys, yeah. we need a new one. Well, that guy, Kaleo, uh, put out, or I think band, put out a new album. I gave it a listen. They're actually an Icelandic blues band, which is kind of cool. Didn't know they were from Iceland. Uh, the, okay. the album's very fine, but I thought this song, you know, was a nice little add to the playlist, nice little switch up. I always try to throw in some rock in there. But it's hilarious when I started thinking about the lyrics and looking them up. It's the exact same theme as the Bryce Vine song. It's literally about, like, is really? cheating on somebody <laughs> and then, like, them finding out. And it sounds so incredibly different that i just think it's yeah. kind of funny it's like this i mean this is better thing. yeah right? i yeah. mean this is better so uh there's just something for me about a scratchy ass rock voice yes it just i love that i yes. mean it's just super i want my the the head of the band the singer of the band the lead of the band i don't know sure I'm, i've never been in a band <laughs> I, I i want that person to just chain smoke cigarettes yes. like i just yes. really want Oh my God! Yeah, like John Mellencamp style, just like kind of burning a heater on stage as he's performing. Yes. Two weeks in a row now, we're talking about ripping heaters and singing. Why do I associate cigarettes <laughs> with rock music? That's it's so because nasty. it's like literally a, a the sound. It's the same sound. It's the in sound. Your voice. It's that like grungy, smoky voice. Yeah, also, it's just uh, good. I listen not on the playlist, but I listen to the Black Keys album. Uh, as Kyle mentioned, if you're, are you gonna <laughs> sneeze again? Can you not sneeze into the microphone, please? <sighs> pandemic going on. You really blow your nose into the microphone. <laughs> I have allergies, man. I don't know what you want from me. It's allergy season. Lord God, I'm gonna keep that so people know you're gross as shit. Uh, I have allergies. Oh my God. What was I gonna? Do you want me to just keep sneezing, or you want me to blow my nose? Oh God, it's gross. Uh, Black Keys put it an sneezy. album, and it's literally just all 
being at the beach and it's too hot at the beach. It's all the same, but it's good. <laughs> it's just all the one song we put on episode like yeah. 28 or whatever that was. So if you really like being out of the beach and too hot at the beach, go listen to that album. Uh, yeah. Moving on. I did it. Really quick before, before I move on, actually. I'm, I'll, yeah. I'll reel you out and you can get yeah, another attempt with, with something other than I actually have on, a transition I just forgot about it. do you know what the difference maker in this song is the reason why I actually added this to a playlist if you had Ooh, to guess what would you shocking. say I almost took it off um, I don't know other than what we just discussed the harmonica oh yeah there's a harmonica dude so now the last time now I have another thing that I know I can reel you in with not only horns but harmonicas you gotta really like the harmonica has to hit though because the harmonica can be annoying you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean yeah so it's got to be the right type of harmonica but when I heard that I was just like I haven't heard a song with a harmonica in a minute maybe this that's like playlist. Uh, Bryce Vine can also be a harmonica it's just like uh, like once every two years and don't do too much harmonica <laughs> yeah like it needs to be like Tom Petty with a harmonica otherwise yeah. it's not hidden yeah exactly so, uh, alright so these next two albums hot take nice you, mo- you, you did you did <laughs> avoid saying the word I know. Uh, I actually had this planned. I just uh, you know, didn't say it. Uh, these next two albums are some of my two favorite of the year. Not sure how Kyle's going to feel about this one. Um, I got a little bit about to say about each of them. So uh, first one is the Indie Rock Sorry, solo I, act. Andy I'm going to hate both of these songs. Probably. What do you mean you're going to? You already listened. You gave away. No, no, I know, but then away. I'm going to voice it to you. Oh. Um, so this one, first one is St. Vincent with the, her studio album Daddy's Home is what I say every time I walk in the door, every time I walk in anywhere. I walk into the train car, Daddy's Home! Uh, so that's what the name of the album is called. And it kind of hey. kind of leads on different of who Daddy is. A lot of people think it's her dad who just got out of federal prison like a year ago. And sometimes she like has it be a boyfriend. Sometimes she has it be me. So she keeps like messing around with who Daddy is. And she describes the sound of the album as like being downtown in New York City in 1973, a glamour that hasn't slept in three days. So she's kind of uses influences of like Steely Dan, Stevie Wonder, got some psychedelic vibes in here. Uh, the song I put on the playlist is At the Holiday Party. It's about as not weird as the album gets. If I'm thinking if you enjoy it, you can kind of dive a little deeper kind of feel those psychedelic manic songs kind of in the flow of the album instead of just next to a Bryce Vine song. I didn't think that the best way to listen to it. Um, but what'd you think about I think this that one? there should have, I think there should have been a Bryce Vine feature on the album. It really would have <laughs> shaken things that up. Would have but maybe some harmonica. <laughs> uh, have I had a, like a public take on St. Vincent before? No, actually I, I like, this is like my first kind of dip into the pool of St. Vincent. Hear people okay. talk about it. I think you're going to say what I'm about to say. So I'll let you go. Okay, I'm, we'll see. It bores me. Like, it's just not – I don't know if that's always been my take, but it's just – or okay. if it, I've never had a take before, but it just bores me. I kind of I, – I almost intentionally picked, like, a boring song, so people are like, this was odd and scary. Or this – not scary, but, like, this was bizarre and something I've never heard before. So that could be on me too. But, yeah, I wouldn't expect it something uh, that you love. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, weird and scary, why don't you talk about the next song? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was gonna ask if you were a crier because this song, this song is pretty, pretty fucking emotional. So this is actually I, I have a really vivid mental image with this song, and I'll, I'll walk you through it in a second. I don't, I don't know if I want to hear that. Uh, so yeah, this is Ashay. She's a uh, twenty-year-old from California. With her debut album, Ashley. Uh, what first kind of drew me in is the production. So we got a little bit of Phineas on here, Billy Eilish's brother. We also got Big Taste who I've discovered is a producer I like because also produced Madison Beer's album. I slid into his DMs to ask him about his album because he only has like $10,000. He didn't answer me. So 
fuck you, big taste. Successful. Um, yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> album reminds me a lot of the band Fun, the Some Nights We Are Young band, for some reason. And I've always loved that band, so that kind of what drew me into the album. And what kept me is just kind of like the vulnerability, the personal journey she kind of takes you on, talks about her divorce, talks about the death of her brother in this song. Wait, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. She's 20? 28. Oh, I think he said 20 at the top. I was like, she's already been divorced and no. she's lost a brother? Like, yeah, damn. No. Okay, she's... Yeah. I sympathize. Yeah, I was, I was... I mean, 28, too. That still sucks. Yeah, yeah. I was going to pick, like, a lighter song to introduce you to her, but the reason I like so much about it is that, like, vulnerability that I felt with this album, and I just thought the way... I feel like a lot of songs have very, you know, depressing or sad um, kind of themes to them, but for some reason, this felt like an elegant way to talk about it. Uh, the the production kind of felt almost in a happy, like coming to terms way of talking about her brother's death. And um, just some of the lyrics she uses, like, I don't want to cry because it doesn't help. It won't bring you back to me any sooner. It's just like, just very real and like gut wrenching. And this is kind of the song that really got me attached to her before I even knew much about her and did much research. So what, what do you think about this one, Kyle? So I'm, not taking anything away from any of those feelings <laughs> whatsoever. 100% sympathize with them. Could not feel worse about the fact that she lost her brother. I pulled a you on this one, did not listen to the lyrics, so I did not know that that's what Oof. this song was about. <laughs> so You're still going to so, say what you're about to say? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to shy away from what I say. It's nothing rude. I'm just going to explain how I felt listening to this song, not yep. paying attention to the lyrics, because it's just like, it was one of those songs where it was so sneaky sounding that I couldn't catch on to the lyrics. I was just like 100% entranced by the emotions it made me feel, which is indicative of good music. So I'll make that clear. Like I do think if music can pull you in enough from any segment to make you feel one type of way, like that is a win. Mm -hmm. And I also think that the way that I ended up feeling actually in some ways it fits with the theme of the song and in some ways it doesn't, but I'll okay. tell you what I felt when okay. I was listening to this. Like I felt like I was in a horror movie when I was listening to the song. Like, in my head, the weird, like, scratchy violin and, like, soft, sultry stuff that's going on, I was in my head, like, running down the hallway in The Shining. Like, that's how I that's felt. Like, it was, like, something bad yeah. was about to happen. Yeah, like, I felt like she was threatening me, but, like, trying to be my friend about it. Like, that's the way that I felt. Interesting. It was like, I don't know. I don't. I really don't know how to describe it to you, and I'm, I'm going to have to go back and listen to the lyrics this time for real, but I just felt weird listening to the song. That's, I mean, I think that's really interesting that like you had a completely different weird thought and then like you uh -huh. can kind of put the story together and be like, did that make any sense? Was I trying to feel that? Uh, no, but I kind of appreciate the uh, interesting take on it. But yeah. uh, I was going to tell that story in a way funnier way, but like due to the theme, I you, was like, you, ah, you spun it decently well. I'm proud of you. Yeah, yeah but I like the, both these albums a lot. Um, I think they're great top to bottom listens. If you're into this song, I would go check them both out. Um, other things that happened in the music world that we didn't throw on the playlist got some new electronic music from Skrillex, which was kind of okay. He's going back to like the kind of poppy Justin Bieber music, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. But it was okay. Martin Garrix had a song with Bono that was just kind of too sleepy for an electronic song. I don't know how he's going to put that on a, in a show. Who knows? Uh, and then a few songs you're eventually going to hear that Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, and uh, Drake song. Drake. More Migos sounds just like Migos. If you were gonna put that in the playlist, I was just gonna ad lib everything you said. It's like I think it's good, <laughs> good edit. <Ooh. laughs> but uh, I said that I like it. Yeah, and then um, Olivia Rodrigo is still eighteen. Um, put out another song. 
it's it, the thing is it's good it's just it's still really childish but it's about the same theme yeah it's about she, the same she thing was also the musical guest on snl which it's is gonna be a good album age, i'm so. gonna be embarrassed but i'm, I'm gonna like it it's like I'm, it's good it's very well produced she has a very good team around her that's just like pushing this in all of our faces and uh you know, when she's she 25, be, she's going to put out yeah. a very good... 100%. Very That's good what I was, I was literally about to say that. Yeah. Like, just wait, She'll grow up a little bit, and she'll probably make a great album, and then I'll, I'll be like, cool with it. I'm here but for the right for, for, for now, I'm going to let you handle that. I'm going to I'll let you finish. <laughs> the, uh, the only thing I wanted to make was a slight comment on the Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, and Drake song. The song itself is not very good. I'm mm-hmm. just going to shoot you straight, listeners, and Ryan as well. But Appreciate if you, you haven't that. listened to that mixtape, which came out in, I think originally 2008, Beam Me Up, Scotty. Did it come out in 2008? Is it that old? Something like that. Yeah, it's pretty old. Come on, give me a fucking... 2009. 2009. Okay, so that, that mixtape, Nicki Minaj mixtape that came out in 2009, very good. It doesn't fit in today's hip-hop, so you're going to have to listen <laughs> to it knowing it came out in 2009. Yeah. But it's it's worth listening to. Like it reminds you, like Nicki Minaj really has been that person for a while now. Yeah, so. and I wonder. I mean, I don't think she. I don't know. Do you think she just like put out a song and she's not trying to like keep putting out music, or is this the beginning of her being like, I'm trying to get back in the music scene? She's kind of. She been might come back. She might come back. She just had a kiddo not that long ago, and I think mm-hmm. she's been focusing on family. But she might come back, and if she does, I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, I was excited. I kind of thought. There was a lot of hype behind that, and then it just kind of died out. So with that, and J. Cole was like, man, this week's going to be ginormous. And then I was like, hey, yeah, this song's okay. It's a great mi- It's a great mixtape. So, I mean, listen to the mixtape if you haven't. Yeah, good stuff. Cool. We have top three A to Z. We are doing artists now. So for those of you who have been along the ride for songs, thank you. Go find our playlists that are called top three A to Z songs, Kyle's iPod and Ryan's iPod. You can listen to our entire songs that we selected from the letters there. But now that we are an artist, the theme is you get three artists from every letter. So we got three from A already. Today we're doing three from B. With the caveat that I want to remind everyone is you're betting on somebody's future discography as well, which means if you take them, you're not only getting all of the music they have put out in the past, but additionally all the music that they are going to put out in the future. So mm-hmm. you're going to hedge your bets a little bit, be intentional about who you're picking because some of these people you know are going to put out slappers of albums moving forward. Mm-hmm. The letter B Olivia is Rodrigo. absolutely <laughs> – yeah, exactly. So just buy into some futures on Olivia Rodriguez. But, um, B is absolutely loaded. Loaded. Loaded, loaded. So you want to just get right into it and yeah. just we'll see where the cards lay? Let's Because I only have one selected that I know I'm taking, and then the rest I'm just going to be like whatever I'm feeling in the moment. Yeah, okay. Are you the same, kind of? Uh, yeah, I think you so, kind of. three you would like? I'm slightly more organized. I know my one, okay. and then from there we'll see how the chips So I think, I, I think I, I know who I'm going to take first, and I think I know who you're going to take second. Because like, yeah. your second round pick is probably my second round pick, but... Uh, first round draft pick, I'm going to take Bob Marley. Okay. Okay. And that was, uh, I was very seriously considering taking Bob Marley. That was probably like the third one I would have picked. Um, okay. but we'll see if you take the rest of my things. And my first one, very obvious. Many people are like, oh, this is who you're taking. Bon Iver. Have to take yeah. Bon Iver. Obsessed. Yeah. That, that would have been my number two. I was, uh, I was really hung over at a bachelor party and I just sat like laid on the couch and just put phone on chest, like album top to bottom. And I was fine yeah. after it. It just cures me. It's literally magic. And I'm this wearing was kind my hungover my, sweatshirt. Look at that. I didn't even try to. Look that. at you. Look <laughs> at you. I uh, This was my olive branch for the future. When you are oh, considering yeah. considering, <laughs> considering taking an artist, I really want. Yeah, so I would have. This was me you. 
Yeah, this was me kindly being like, <laughs> I, I know. Here you go, buddy. You could have it. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was me. All right. This is where my list goes into like such a weird place that I, know, I don't know what I, know. I want to do with it. Um I was literally listening. I was playing like the This Is Blank playlist of all like my first five people. And like, mm-hmm. hmm, which one hits a little more? God. I think I'm going to take. I think I'm going to take Big Sean. Big Sean. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. wasn't anywhere on my radar. Yeah. Wow. The nostalgia of Big Sean. Yeah. Wow. Number it's, two. is really pulling through. Well, the thing is, I know you're not going to take. Nah, I shouldn't have taken it. <laughs> <laughs> you already did. Okay. You already did. It's okay. B- Big Sean. Uh, is Big Sean do you have any confidence in future Big Sean? Yes. Okay. I do. I don't, I don't know He's if young. I do or not. People, people don't realize how young he is. Big Sean age. 34. 33. Okay. Okay. It's a lot of life. Know. I don't know. Do rappers make like great music after like forty? I guess we're talking about seven years here. You know what? We'll we'll let the discussion speak for itself. Uh, And yes, absolutely they do. I think my second one is either way going to be shocking. Um, I think I'm going Billy Joel. I'm going Billy Joel. He was he was right there. Yeah, for me. Yeah, right there. And uh, my mom has always loved Billy Joel and James Taylor. Plays it all the time. And when you have a parent that does that, it really like just seeps into your brain and it becomes like a part of your life. And just going down, he has so many good songs. Like, I'm not really a piano man guy. Like, I'm here for, like, moving out. I'm here for, not really weed and stuff, River of Dreams and all this. He's just got hits on hits. Mm-hmm. I'm excited so, about that. So, my third pick is going to be so strange because the rest of my list is kind of an accumulation of people that I don't expect to put out much, if any, music in the future. Okay. Because I didn't have anybody that I was sitting... Like, Big Sean was the only one that I was like, maybe he'll put out some good music in the future, which is why I feel like I had to take him in my top three. Mm-hmm. You think I'm missing somebody? I can no. tell, by the way. That you're I'm right. thinking about okay. me right now. I'm already worried okay. about my second one. All right, Because right, right, right. there is... I, I'm going to tell you right now, there is a group that I want to take that has one album and no other music. Okay. And I don't think they'll ever put out another album. And I'm considering taking them. That's how good this album is. Wow. Okay. I'm but I'm going to save it for top three A to Z albums. albums. Okay. Yeah. And so, therefore, I am going to go with Bob Seger. Okay. My Put on my dad hat and, uh, and yeah. listen to some Bob yeah. Seger. So. Between, Who's your last one? Between two. And I feel like, I feel like I'm going to look disingenuous if I pick one of them. But the other one. I, fuck. See, I was gonna. It's hard. I was B gonna is pick. Really hard. I was gonna Why pick so Bob hard? Marley. I was pretty confident in Bob Marley because I love reggae. And if I pick one artist, one reggae guy, it's like cool. Mm. Got it. Got it figured out. Don't yeah. need any more reggae. <sighs> fuck. I'm going Beyonce. Okay. I'm going Somebody Beyonce. had to. And it's not because I feel like I have to. Because the other person I was thinking about was Bruno Mars, and. Bruno I thought about Mars. Bruno Mars, but I got Anderson Pack last time, and I feel like it's a similar. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you're scratching a similar yeah. edge with those two. Bruno Mars is a like one of my favorite vocalists. Has some great songs I like to sing to, but like doesn't. I'm not super confident in like the bodies of work he puts out. Where mm-hmm. like Beyonce has crazy hits, but also puts out like very thoughtful bodies of work, and 
the the Black is King project, like I absolutely loved. So that makes me feel like there's like still more coming from Beyonce. Like yeah, that's when I, I, I listened to Brown Skin Girl and I was like, damn, I really like this song. And I thought it was really cool how she tied in like kind of the like African music with the like kind of pop music. And I, I don't really know if it's what's still there. It's just the fact mm-hmm. that like I'm going to put my chips behind Beyonce. I think there's going to be another album or two that's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Who's the I person agree. with the album? Was it Bone Thugs and Harmony? <laughs> no, but Bone Thugs was my okay. my I I kind of wish I had taken Bone Thugs in place of Big Sean, but they're never going to put out music again. So Yeah, that's true. The the that's why Big Sean edged him out. Yeah. Um, and then no, the the one album and one album only and no I don't think they'll ever put out music again is Bad Meets Evil. Are you familiar with Bad uh, Meets okay. Evil? Isn't that too Eminem? Yeah. Eminem and Royce to 59. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it is it's my it's in my top three albums of all time. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that so, is smarter to save for albums. Yeah, although for albums, although it's but, a separate universe, the albums you yep. get to keep don't yep. don't coincide with the artists you get to keep. I think you made a fair choice. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, talk about the elephant in the room, the one that we didn't take that everybody's going to drag us for. Oh, the the Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. Here, this is what I told Jason. I was Jason's all about the the bees. He's just an old man. He likes old man music. Uh, and it's like, I appreciate what the Beatles did for music, but when do I listen to Beatles songs? Yeah, that's like, we're on the 100% the same page. I appreciate Beatles, what they did, so. but like, I've never turned that shit up. All right, let me give you my my other honorable mentions. Bruce Springsteen, obvious mm-hmm. one. I like Bob Seger more than I like Bruce Springsteen, which is why I took Bob Seger instead, but it was between those two. Uh, Bad Company, very good band. I don't know if you're familiar, but they're awesome. Sounds familiar. Billie Eilish would be a good futures bet, probably. I didn't even, but, that didn't even cross my mind. But I'd probably yeah. rather have that than Bruno Mars, honestly. Uh, Blink-182, Bone Thugs and Harmony was definitely, I probably would have taken them in front of Big Sean if Big Sean wasn't potentially going to put out good music in the future. And then I had Buster Rhymes on my honorable yeah, mission. I, put I it, love I put me it on some Buster Rhymes. Yeah, you yeah. took a lot of my honorable mentions. The ones I had left is Beach Boys. I don't super get, but like everyone's like, oh, it's the best thing ever. Hey, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really quick, Yasmani Grandal, home run, two-run home run. See? Be nice say to something, him. Say, say something, something nice about Yasmani. Yes. He's got good bat <laughs> drops. Uh, <laughs> Beach Boys, Bob Dylan. And that's who like, Jason was thinking Bob about. Bob Dylan's like, a good one. But like yeah. he writes good songs, but like I don't want to hear yeah. that old-ass no, man I don't sing. Like, <laughs> like, I don't like his songs either, but he's a, he's a respectable name for sure. But he writes incredible songs. Like a lot of mm-hmm. songs, really famous songs he wrote. But do you uh, get those? Did we clarify? Do you get those? I don't know. That's... I, I think know. they had to be released, released under the artist's name. Yeah, I agree. And like maybe that person has to be singing it. I don't know. Uh, Boston the the band uh Brian Eldridge is one of my favorite country people but that would just be silly to take Britney Spears Bill Withers Black Sabbath that was the my last uh, few honorable mentions B was there. B was the definition of a, a great letter but everyone was separated by yeah the thinnest margin in my opinion and there was not one that was like a runaway I need other than Bon Iver all the other ones were yeah. like I would really enjoy this you're a classic you're a legend but like how am I gonna do this here and there so yeah that was fun See, that's why I like I really artists. enjoyed B. Yeah, a lot I had of a good conversation. Time. A lot of conversation. Mm-hmm. And now, ladies and gentlemen, please find your seats. Please close the doors in the back. Oh, the show is bring about your, get to your begin. <laughs> no, please your smuggle in, in your... <laughs> your sister's in this seat. Please smuggle your in your Skittles that you weren't supposed to bring. No, I don't want Mountain Dew. We have Battle of the Bands. We have a song from DJ Mati out of L.A. and a song from Cal out of D-Town, Detroit. He doesn't really like Detroit, but he lives the there D- for now because he's on a project. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Marty's song is Gotta Be You by Nervo, 
And um, do you want to talk about their songs real quick before? Yeah, let's talk about them quickly. Okay. Let's talk about both of. Do you want to talk about his quickly, and then we go to we call them, and then I, we talk about Cal's quickly, sure, and then we call sure, Cal. All sure. Right. Um, I really like this song, and I think what Mati has going for him is Mati. that I think Cal's song might scare some people. It's a little wubby. It's got some some wub wubs. So <laughs> it depends. And I think we got to ask like, what part of the song do you want us to put on the story too? Because that's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. It's I don't think be... they're going to be prepared for that. But no, we'll see. <laughs> I think we can give them time. I don't know if we need to put it All on right, the spot for that. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts on uh, Marty's song? I feel like I'm at a pool party in Ibiza, which I think is a compliment. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And that's probably yeah. exactly what Marty wants you to feel. All right. Let's give him a All call. Right. Where right. you at, Marty? Marty, Marty. Marty moved to LA to be a DJ and he is, uh, he's the best. Home. He followed me on my personal Instagram. So many so people were asking now. me, like, when are you calling me? When are you calling me? <laughs> Can you imagine if they don't pick up? He's so embarrassed. Hello, what are you whispering over there? Marty, what's going on? Welcome to the <laughs> podcast. Thank you very much. Are you excited? Are you confident in your song? I'm super excited. Is this, uh, yeah, well, spoiler alert, you should be. Is, is there no editing or anything? Or are we just straight in? Yeah, we're just straight in, man. This is a just a quick yeah, and dirty pod. One take Drake. Because I'm lazy right. as hell, and I don't like to edit things as much. So, I mean, no if worries. you say something like super, you know, bad, I'll edit it out. But just I mean, no racial Save slurs, me some work. <laughs> also, Kyle can hear you, but you can't hear him, so. Gotcha. I just didn't know if there was any little small talk before, but no worries at all. Let me know what, what uh, you need <laughs> Has he been on shows so, before? He's like a professional, <laughs> it sounds like. Yeah, you, Kyle's like, you sound like a professional. So Kyle thought he your song sounded like you're at a pool party in Ibiza. Is that the vibe? Where do you like to listen to this song? Sell us on it a little bit. Wow. That sounds like a perfect vibe for it. I think I think a little day party by oh, pool yeah. so, sounds nice. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's kind of perfect. When I was really thinking about you know what I was gonna say about the song. It kind of gave me more more nightclub vibes. Oh, okay. I think, I think, but I think with that, uh, it gave me nightclub vibes for a little different reason. But it's the same. It could, it could go hand. It sounds same like vibes. sounds like either way. This is a goddamn party. So I think you chose a great song. And it's up, it's up to the people now. We're going to put it up to Aren't a poll. Aren't pools in Ibiza pretty much just nightclubs? Let me get to explain why, why it's my, my song and my favorite song. Well, that's what we just oh, teed yeah. you up I mean, for, baby boy. Yeah, you can keep talking as much as you want. You sound like yeah. you're like, all right, cool. I'm about to go. No, it's The stage is yours, Marty. No, so my question for you, Ryan, I guess it's kind of a rhetorical question, but you know the feeling of, of falling in love, don't you? Oh, yeah. You're a married man. Of course I do. Oh, we're doing the written content. <laughs> one of the best feelings in the world, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Every day I fall more in love, Marty. And this song, which is why it gives me some nightclub vibes, is it gives me a feeling of, you know, maybe you're at a nightclub and you meet someone, and at least, I don't know about you guys, but I fall pretty quick and easy. As yeah. Fast, fast and hard for this yeah. guy. But yeah, it gives me... Uh, <laughs> It gives me, it gives me like the feeling of meeting someone, and you know, you fall, in love, you start falling in love right away, and it's just kind of, you know, that high, uh, that high adrenaline, and you know, good vibey song. Love that. Also Sounds love, like bliss. Yeah, exactly. A little bit of bliss. Also, love a good, uh, a good female vocal on an EDM track, and oh yeah, this song's got a great, great bass line too. That kind of leads the track. So, absolutely, yeah. man. 
I think I guess uh, we'll leave it up to the people now, but my song is definitely the best, by the way. All right, I love it, Marty. <laughs> Appreciate you just uh, being the first ever Battle of the Bands contestant on the Car Party Podcast. Uh, best of luck to you, man. I appreciate it. Sorry if I take too long. No. Good just, luck. See you, Ben. All right. Hey, he's. I think. Did he research my relationship? He, <laughs> yeah, right. Is he trying to trying to unpack the fact that me and my know. lady met on New Year's Eve at a club? Oh damn! Well, I mean, actually, well, kind of. I mean, we met at my apartment for, at a pregame, ah, but then we were at a club after. So I okay, mean, come on. Wow. He he must have done his. I didn't even know that, man, Marty. That was impressive. That was impressive, Marty. <laughs> I feel like Cal's call is going to be very different. It's oh my god, just a I big can't wait. Bumbling idiot. So Cal's song he's gonna is. Be uh, so- He's gonna be so sad that I can't hear him though. Yeah, or he is. He that is. I can't. He can't hear me. It was kind of harder to like translate what was happening. We'll figure this out better next time. We, you know, live live and learn. Uh, yeah, Kyle or Kyle. Uh, the one thing that Cal has going for him is this song is brand new. Came out on Friday. He sent this to me on Thursday. I'm like, dude, it's not on Spotify. He's like, wait a day. I was like, oh shit, that's kind of a power move. That, that was song, kind of a. That was, was like a, a flex. Yeah, it was honestly. a huge flex. We'll see how it does. Well, hold on, are we gonna are we gonna talk about it first? Yeah, if you got something to say. I got something to say. It has horns in it, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, won me over. Grizz, Grizz got the horns. The first, first 25 seconds, very funky. Uh, and then, like, like, right at the 25-second mark, I started looking around like, what's about to happen? What is, <laughs> what's, what's going on? And then at 38 seconds, we're full blackout, and I can't, <laughs> I can't finish the song. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was listening to this. So I was like, I never go this far when I put EDM on the playlist. So I was like, oh, Cal, Cal broke the barrier. Choice. We'll yeah. see how the people like it. All right, time to call Cal. Hope he's ready. He's going to be cooking something or making some wooden table or something. He always is. I FaceTime that, t- that dude sometimes, and he's always cooking. <laughs> yeah, always making, like, way too much food. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow, that was yeah, fast. Yeah, this is what you think it is. Are you in, like, a crowded room? Are you prepared for this, Cal? You're live on the I'm podcast. At, I'm at a bar, actually. <laughs> You're at a bar? <laughs> I had some jitters. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Well, we're right in. We don't edit things. You know, awesome. Marty Marty was a little we'll thrown back. Yeah, we're live. Uh, oh, yeah. Live I'm to the sorry. people. Yeah. <laughs> no, we swear. Hey, you can swear. It's all right. Is Shit. No, you can say as Four. many as you want, but I am sending this to your mom. So, however many your mom appreciates. Uh, also, Kyle can hear you, but you can't hear Kyle. So, he could be talking mad shit about you. you Ask him if that know. makes him sad, though. Yeah. Does that make you sad that you can't hear Kyle? Kind of. Because, I mean, like, he's the reason why I listen to the podcast. Yeah, that's fair. That's the reason <laughs> I listen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. naturally. But, yeah. Um, okay. So your song. So first question. Thanks yeah. For, thanks for joining my, uh, my podcast. No, anytime. Anytime. Yeah, I've been wanting Thanks for having us. Wait, what's the name of your podcast, Kyle? Um, car Party. <laughs> 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 good, good. Yeah, those beers are working, Cal. The jitters are gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, first question I have is about you guys. Have you guys listened to it? Yeah, we yes. both listened. Kyle gave his little preview. Um, I don't know if I want to tell you what he said. It might kind of throw you off. No, that's fine. That's fine. I figured that Kyle would probably hate it more <laughs> than you would. Yeah. That you would also hate it. I didn't hate it. I wouldn't say I hated it. I don't know that I would either. You would have despised it, but you changed. I've changed. I've changed. I'm getting a little wubbier, if you will. So, it's got everything. Just go into the analysis. It's got everything you could possibly want. It's got a groovy fucking bass line. It's got, um, you know, it's got some nice funky guitar in there. Um, It's got a great beat. And then, 
It is some um, some funky dubstep. So, it, you ain't lying. It's I, a lot of fun. I was listening to it in my truck on the way to here, um, and I kept trying to turn the volume up, and then it wasn't going any louder because I realized that it was on volume max. So. Oh yeah, that's a vibe. Yeah, that's so a vibe. I was like, I don't know, I've probably listened to it like 15 times. It came out like four fucking days ago. No, um, I was. I we gave you props because you sent it to us on Thursday. I'm like, dude, this isn't on Spotify. That's a party file. You might have already lost. You're like, no, it comes. You just, just wait a few dropped. hours. It comes out tomorrow. I was like, oh fuck, yeah. that was, was that was a, a power move. It was a ballsy move. I'll, I'll admit, it very. Was a ballsy move. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it worked out. If we're, if we're Made the pod. Here, I think it paid off. Yeah, um, yeah. Got the element of surprise. For sure. Um, and yeah, yeah, real happy with uh, with, yeah, Grizz coming through. Shout out Grizz fam to anyone else <laughs> in the uh, anyone else at home. Listening. Don't you have multiple? Is this Chris that you have the stuffed animals for? Or is that a different DJ? No, well, so I have. Thanks for calling me out. Uh, <laughs> I have two Dodge White Knight stuffed animals, but the Grizz is, isn't technically a stuffed animal. It's like a little vinyl bear, but he's gotcha. like holding a saxophone and a joint because those are like Grizz's two favorite things. Gotcha. Don't you also have an Elenium baseball jersey? Is that you? I have a lot of baseball jerseys. <laughs> No, okay. Yeah, I got a Gotch White Knight baseball jersey. Um, Jaws on it. Yeah. What's Kyle saying? Can I get a quick, like, facial? <laughs> That's a perfect segue. Perfect segue. Yeah, let me. So, I was going to ask a question real quick. I, I'm, I'm curious because, for, no, first, first of all, Kyle, thank you for having us on the podcast. Number two, <laughs> are you at all worried about losing out to, like, the nostalgia factor? Factor Like, other people will listen and know the other song, and you're yeah. going to lose some points there. Yeah, so. Yeah, other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hear. Um, yeah, so what if people have heard the other song and this song's brand new to them? Like, it could be an advantage to you, but it also, also could be a disadvantage. What if, like, the half the audience is their favorite song that this other one is? What it, do you have anything to say to that? So you're saying, like, half the audience, their favorite song is the Nervo song? Yeah, because they've heard it their whole life. It's you know? the nostalgia factor. Just the say nostalgia, nostalgia factor. factor. In January. Yeah, well, I don't know. I guess it's not I guess he got us there. I guess he got us there. It that's came why. Out that's why this is your podcast. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it did. All right, Cal. I think uh, we've had enough. I think we got you. what we did. You did. Uh, you did a wonderful. Thanks for job. having us. <laughs> no, I am too. Anytime I hear a dubstep song I hate, I will be sure to let you know first. And you are you are the dubstep correspondent. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, thanks for having me on. We love you, Cal. It's not great. Because again, I'm at a bar. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he made up for an entertainment factor, but uh, oh my god, oh man, that I was, love that guy. That was pretty entertaining. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna chop up any of that or just leave it the shambly fifteen minutes. <laughs> All right, well, I don't know. Do we, oh, do we pick a winner or do we just let the people? I mean, no, we're not we going to pick people. an official winner, but, like, I really don't know. I think oh, I gotta, like give, give our I think i got to give him a few more listens, honestly, now that I've heard the, the speeches. Oh, that was funny. I don't, I don't need <laughs> a few more listens. I, I know I, like, got to be you better. But, yeah, that's true. But that's true. I, I did really, really – Cal almost got me with his charisma. He has a, a, quite the charisma about He does him. have a lot of charisma. Yeah. Whew. 
Whew, that was funny. Okay, well, <laughs> that's all we got He was today. at a bar. Like, yeah. We prepared him. We he was literally nervous. He was like, I got to I gotta get the jitters out of there. Man, this podcasting <laughs> thing, it's like, yeah, you're just talking to a microphone. It's nerve-wracking, everybody. You don't even know what it's like. Maybe. You don't even know. Uh, yeah, it's really kind of easy. Um, it's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, so go hit our playlist that has our first inaugural Battle of the Band songs. It's in the episode description. Go check it out. We also got the Hits playlist. We have the Spring Awakening lineup. By the time you listen to this, unless you're getting up really early on Wednesday when this drops, probably have a Lala playlist in there ready for you. Listening, want to know what that uh, that lineup's like? If you got another lineup, another uh, festival you want us to make a playlist for it, let me know. They're kind of fun. And uh, Kyle, don't forget to swing on 3-0 counts. I mean, yeah, only if you can go yard. Because then the ball is, we out!